Dale. Hi everyone, I'm back here. Uh, it's David here, back here with another episode of the Cerebral Palsy and Fitness Podcast. I'm here with Haley Schiller. She is going to talk to us about stress management techniques. Welcome, Haley. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, so speaking about stress management, you're a you're an you help entrepreneurs, right? Specifically? Yeah, so my background is in social work, and I decided to take those social work skills and utilize them to help entrepreneurs and professionals in the workforce be able to manage their stress because a lot of stress comes with <laughs> entrepreneurship, being in the workforce, etc. And um, what are some things you've observed uh, being around, you know, I guess, the business world and the workforce as far as stress? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things that inspired me and that I've noticed is this misconception of compartmentalization that so often we're taught, keep work at work, keep your personal life at home. And I don't think that that's entirely realistic because no. if something's going on in our personal life, it's going to affect our concentration and motivation at work. And similarly, if we've had a hard, stressful day at work, it's going to be hard to come home, be present, be around family, want to cook dinner, things like that. Especially, especially because when you're around family, you get home and the last thing I want to hear is about, oh, something bad happening at work. And like, we don't want to hear that. You know, they yeah. <laughs> want to hear the positive stuff, not the negative. Exactly, exactly. And sometimes you also have to be present if we're parents, for example, and kids want to tell us about our day or they're going through something and it just ends up feeling like the plate's getting way too overloaded. So that's why I wanted to create something that would help tackle stress management just as a whole on all fronts. Well, yeah, it's like with, with uh, my kiddos that I work with as a youth advocate. Um, I work with them in groups and one-on-one on one-on-one days. I talk to them individually and see what's mm -hmm. going on at home. You know, what's going on at school. Uh, you know, if they have any issues with any, like anything at home with like family, peers, because I, I got, I guess one of my kids that come to me all the time talking about, Oh, this kid like shredded my paper, broke my pencil, uh, <laughs> spilled some milk on me, uh, bullied me in class, and they get all upset and frustrated. Some of them are always stressed out because they got a lot of work, and and um, I try to, I try to, I guess, diffuse the situation, so to say, mm -hmm. as yeah. well as I can. Yeah. And sometimes it talking just doesn't cut it sometimes you need that stress ball or that activity that gets you back on track so what are some activities you recommend to those that are kind of dealing with stress yeah absolutely so the methodology that i use is a two-part system first i talk about relaxing our emotions because that'll help get us in a good frame of mind it helps reduce the symptoms of stress and then after that, I start to talk about productivity, which actually tackles the sources of stress themselves. So one of my favorite ones that I love to start with is getting back into the present moment. And while I, my program goes into a very deep dive on this, one of the best ways to get back into the present moment is to simply engage with your five senses and say, what can I see? What can I hear? What can I touch? And just by engaging with those senses and really being one-on-one -on -one with them, no distractions, it can really help focus us back into the present moment because oftentimes our thoughts and our worries 
are in a more scary place than where we physically are in that in that moment. So just by centering ourselves back and saying, okay, here's where I am right now, it helps regroup us back into a place to say, okay, now what can I do from here to slowly but surely either get help I need, resources I need, or a step that I can take in the right direction to hopefully reduce the sources of stress. Right. See, see kids, you do learn something in school and adults, obviously we learn some, we learn stuff in school for a reason. So what you mentioned, the senses, it's really important for us to deal with, with stress. And I guess we tend to, we deal with so much in our society nowadays that we tend to forget it, you know, and we have to kind of redirect ourselves back to it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the things that we also face is just this sensory overload. We're engaged with so much technology while simultaneously trying to interact with other people and then also dealing with how we feel and what's going on with the world that we just get so overstimulated. So by engaging back with the present moment, we just take that, push it all aside and just center ourselves to become back one with ourselves. Are you are you dealing with uh, are you, what do you do to, um, I guess, uh, manage stress? Yeah, so that's actually a really big one. Another thing that I talk about in my program is breath work. And breath work is such an interesting one because it is so customizable. For example, we often think of meditation, right? But meditation doesn't work for everybody in the same way. And there's some people, for example, who have physical needs where they can't do certain breathwork exercises because of a physical health condition. So one of my personal favorites is what's called visualizations. So it could be imagining certain places, certain imagery, and kind of guiding along. It's almost like a little short movie going on in your head, but a very relaxing one. And there's something very calming and very centering about it. You know, you know, you know what I, I, I do? Um, I would just uh, go in a classroom and sleep in the back of the room. And it's funny because <laughs> the, reason I, the reason I mentioned that is because sometimes we'd have activities. Yeah. Uh, I used to work as an in-class assistant. So sometimes we'd have activities where the day would go by so slow and yeah. you're sitting there and you're like, you're trying to stimulate yourself, but it's like so calming that you, your body just like shuts down. And I'm like, what am I doing? And then you see some of the kids like right in front of me, they're like, Mr. David, are you awake? <laughs> I had to like snap myself out of it, you know, but sometimes it depends on the environment, like you said, the environment that you're in. Like if it's like no lights on, cool, calm, and you're not really seeing much going on, your mm-hmm. body senses that. Yeah. Absolutely. And you brought up such a great point because our bodies actually restore themselves when we sleep, right? So when we start to feel more relaxed, it makes sense that you start to feel a little bit more tired because our body's saying, okay, let's restore ourselves. And it's probably a signal to you saying, okay, you need that moment to recharge. But it's, it's unfortunate that in the workforce, you don't really get that moment. That's very true. That's why I really encourage people to find little breaks, little pockets of time that they can utilize, whether that's a, even a bathroom break. There's so much that a person can actually do in five minutes. Um, for example, many apps have one, three or five minute meditation, having a chance to just run some cool water, put it on your wrist, slash it on your face, or just taking a moment to listen to a song or two. 
these little pockets of time can ultimately be very restorative. Yeah, it's it's um it's it's really important to take care of ourselves because that's that's how if you don't that's how things uh occur. It's like with a car, you know, if you don't keep up the maintenance, you're gonna start breaking down. You're gonna lose a. Uh, eventually you're going to lose that car and you're going to have to walk to work or bike to work, which there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I love being outdoors and, and walking and enjoying nature. And it's one of the things that helps me uh, de-stress my day or get me focused and ready for the day ahead. Right. Absolutely. But you hit the nail on the head with that example. The last thing that you want to do is get burnt out. Yeah. And that's another thing too, is you you know a lot about burnout as well, right? Have, have What are some yeah. scenarios that you've seen of like yeah. burnout? So I think with burnout, one of the biggest things is that people, whether again, it's a teen or an adult, you'll see a lot of physical symptoms start to happen. You'll see a big decrease in motivation, decrease in concentration. There are a bunch of potential physical symptoms that people can get. They can get upset stomach, tiredness, um, just a whole kind of plethora of things that can happen to the body. And I think when we start to see, oh, my health doesn't feel quite as good. It's almost like I feel a little sick, but I don't have the fever kind of deal. That's a warning sign saying, oh, you might be facing towards burnout and it's time to take a step back. Yeah, that's what I did a couple months ago with uh, with the podcast is I was doing so much. And, and um, I guess, you know, not really going to bed at a good time that my body was just like, and with work and my body just burnt out and I was like, I need to take a break from the podcast at least a month or two and then recharge and come back. And, 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 you know, I let everybody know I'm taking a break. Uh, it's not that I'm not going to do it anymore. It's just, I need some time myself. And, and now we're back here and I'm um, yeah. enjoying it and learning how to manage uh, stress. And also one of the things that I've noticed when it comes to stress is when you stress out a lot, you overeat, you eat a lot and you, you can't stop. And that's one of the things I also learned too, is I used to snack a lot during the day. And I realized that by packing a specific healthy meal, like a small bowl with like three little compartments, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm filling myself up, but I'm not eating to the point where I'm like full. Mm -hmm. And and then if I'm stressing out, I don't reach for a snack anymore. I just reach for water, you know, just drink water and just. Yeah. That's a wonderful example too, because a big symptom in general with our mental health is that changes in appetite, changes in sleep happen. And for you, it sounds like you start to go to the snacking route, but there's people who also can be on the other end of the spectrum where they don't want to eat and they feel so wired up that food is the last thought in their mind. So you brought up a great point that people should be looking out for changes in their appetite, changes in their sleep patterns, because that could be a signal that something else is going on as well, for sure. Have you... Uh, I know you've, have you written, I guess you've written a few books, right? About, about that, or are you planning on writing any books? Yeah. So I have an ebook bundle that's available to the general public that talks about this two-step system that I mentioned. So the first book focuses on the relaxation methods. And then the second book focuses on the productivity. I kind of separate them out. So it's not too overwhelming, (laughs) just one big thing, but I do also have a workbook that comes with it. So that way it keeps everything organized and people can put their strategies together as they go along. Uh and where can where can they I guess access to that? 
Pepper. Yeah, absolutely. So it would be on my website, which is reachingequilibrium.com. Speaking about reaching equilibrium, where did you get the idea for the name? So <laughs> that's a great question. You're the first person to ask me. So I love that. And it's actually, I'm a huge science nerd. Ever since high school, I went to a high school that focuses specifically on science and just been a huge, huge science buff. And I just love the term equilibrium, just this state, it's like this place where we just reach a sense of balance and harmony. And that's what we're trying to do with stress management. We just want to feel more centered. I, I, I like that, you know, it's, it's very, uh, very unique in a, in a sense, like, you know, people mm -hmm. don't, expect that i'm surprised no one no one has asked that so um, i'm glad that i brought it up thank you yeah i appreciate it um i guess what are some what's your main piece of advice as far as to uh i guess to kind of wrap this up to kind of deal with uh stress in general every in everyday life yeah i think what people can do is they can ask themselves two questions how am I feeling? And based off of how am I feeling, what do I need? Because life is not one size fits all and we're all unique and how we feel and what we need. There's no right or wrong answer to that. But once you tune in and you realize this is how I feel and this is what I need, it'll set you on the path of where to go to next. Great, great. I mean, um, it's funny because we, we all have, uh, like, I, like I mentioned earlier, we all deal with stress. But sometimes we don't know what we want to help us feel better. You know, we tend That's to get so lost. True. We tend to get lost in, our, in ourselves, in our jobs, you know, and in, in the situations we deal with every day that sometimes we don't, we have to, like you said, we have to take a moment and stop and like say, what, what's going on? What do you, what do you? What do you need? I, ask yourself that. And that's what I encourage my, my, my kids, you know, the, the students that I deal with is we ask them, you know, how, how are you feeling? What do you, what do you need? And at the time they're like, Oh, we don't, we don't need anything. We're, we're okay. And I look at them like, you know, I, I look at them and I'm like, don't, don't be honest with me. Cause I, I know you need something. Cause I see it in your eyes, you, you know, but for them. And also you have to realize that it takes time for you to accept uh, to ask yourself or to tell yourself, I need help. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm burning out. I'm stressed. It takes time to admit that. Absolutely. And it takes time to be aware of it because it creeps up on you a little bit. And that's why I say, start with asking yourself, how do I feel? Because if you base it off of the feeling that you're experiencing, it's a lot easier to start to see what you might need than to be overwhelmed with the question of what do I need when it's right. like, I don't know where to start. Right. Right. Um, what is there, is there any, like, do you have any socials that people can follow you on or, or find you? Yeah. So my Instagram is at reaching underscore equilibrium underscore. And my LinkedIn is Haley Schiller. Awesome. Awesome. And I'll make sure to link that in the description. Um, and I, I had a lot of fun. This is a really interesting conversation. Thank you. It's been a pleasure being on here. Yeah. yeah and um, um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. 
get some ideas on stress techniques. And we, we discussed a lot of really important things that were really, you know, that would really help not just myself, but a lot of people around the world. And um, also, if you need any additional resources or help, she does have a book and she's out here. She can reach out to her and she'll answer any questions. And I'm sure she'd be glad to help. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or any other major podcasting outlet out there. Um, and I hope you guys have a great one. Make sure you like and subscribe to this episode. And I will see you next time. And remember, if we can do it, so can you.